Hello and welcome to episode number 42 of Modern Art is Rubbish. I'm Marcus and as you may have noticed, uh, Tom wasn't with us last week and he's not with us today. Uh, Unfortunately, he's quite ill at the moment, um, but hopefully he'll be back with us soon. So uh, all the best, Tom, and uh, on with the show. So, as Tom's not here at the moment, I thought I'd share with you a few clips from previous shows. And if this is the first time you've heard the show, um, these clips will give you a little flavour of what we're about. I think spicy and informative. And we talk about a lot of art, obviously. Sometimes talking about art can take us off in unexpected directions. And in this next clip, um, we ended up somehow talking about giant babies and doping in imaginary baby sporting events. I found a few giant baby sculptures. So when you say giant baby sculptures, you're not talking about sculptures by a giant baby. Uh, that would be so cool. Who is this giant baby, Marcus? Yeah, I, it's really good. You should if I got rich, I would. I would. What would you feed a baby to? Steroids? Right. A giant baby would I'll, need big I'll, bowls of porridge. Surely. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend feeding any baby steroids. It's it's illegal and. Immoral? Immoral. Yeah. Yeah, it is immoral, isn't it? Well, it depends if they're competing in the Olympics, because <laughs> people take steroids for health conditions, don't they? That's so, true. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. a baby Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd watch the crawl at 100 metres. No, not the crawl. I said it like it was like nasty. I didn't mean crawl. I mean crawl as in like crawling. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's fun in the Olympics when someone's had a lot of steroids and they're really good. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't want babies on steroids. I don't want babies on porridge. Yeah, but if we're going to have a baby's Olympics, I think steroids should be allowed. Yeah, but they would creep in, wouldn't they? Because babies, babies steroids is like sugar, isn't it? Right, yeah. It's like, like jelly. Sugar. Jelly, jelly, yeah. They'd have to test them for jelly, wouldn't they? <laughs> jelly test. They'd just wobble them, wouldn't they? And if they wobble too much, then they wouldn't be allowed to race. <laughs> too too high levels of black current in their urine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the chair creaking, not my backside. Um, The next clip is from our Fakes and Forgeries episode that we recorded last year. Uh, we went online to see what dubious artworks we could find. Fakes on eBay, fakes on eBay. Is that a genuine Picasso? Fakes on eBay. How much? Fakes on eBay, fakes on eBay. I hope that's signed for delivery. Fakes on eBay. On eBay. No, they said it's genuine. They said it's genuine and original. Fakes on eBay. 
Are you saying they're fakes on eBay? Sold as seen. No returns. So, the first ones, Tom, I went on to eBay and I was looking for some, I thought Picasso is quite a popular guy to pick. And as we discussed previously, uh, I, uh, Emir, he used to draw Picasso and draw uh, Matisse. So, they're quite popular. These are live auctions on eBay as we speak. Uh, yeah, they won't be there by the time this goes out. So you think they, 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 these things come up and they go very quickly. That is the nature of eBay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the one I found, going on an auction site that I'm not going to name. eBay. The last... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, no. Other auction sites are available and I'm sure you can get similar works from all other auction sites. Uh, the first one we are looking at is a is the head of a bull and it's it says here it's a picasso signed watercolor head of a bull now uh looking at it tom i don't know what you think but this doesn't look like watercolor that's my first alarm bell that's rung yeah well it, it certainly looks suspiciously like felt tip on paper style watercolor <laughs> <laughs> have you also noticed that um that if you look at the head of matisse as well it looks like it's done in a similar felt in a similar style, should I say, with a similar medium. I'm not. I'm not going to be prepared to go as far as you and say felt tip, Tom. I'm uh, going to yeah, a it similar does, medium. It does look suspiciously like it's another classic felt tip on paper type drawing. Now, there is another reason that we need. To, we are talking about Matisse and Picasso uh, rare drawings at the same time. Is they, they look like they're on similar pieces of paper, possibly from the same page. I, I, I sort of imagine there's someone leaning over a desk. They do, they do the bull's head and then they just move their arms slightly to the right and then they do the head of the uh, next picture. <laughs> oh, have you any evidence to back that up? That, that no, I mean, preposterous claim. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is it's the same seller and they look like really similar pieces, even though they're classified different, I guess. I, yeah, I, I know that Picasso and Matisse have met on occasions. That's, 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 that's on record. But my question is, did they use the same pad and pen to do drawings? That's together? it. You've got it. It was the same pad and pen. <laughs> <laughs> In the show, there seems to be three names that occasionally come up, and that's Trump, Brexit, and Banksy. And in this next clip, we're talking about Banksy. Um, it's in relation to an unauthorised show in Moscow. And also, we do a special performance of the conversation that Banksy had on Instagram about it. Banksy exhibition in Moscow at the moment, and uh, it's called Banksy genius or vandal it's up to you i don't know what that title really means it doesn't does it provoke you is that provocative <laughs> yeah well it's kind of like a tv show title isn't it 
<laughs> it's a nice family show, daytime. It's not really provocative, is it? <laughs> maybe it's maybe it was lost in translation that one. So this this street art thing, uh, apparently Banksy got uh, got to hear about this uh, via someone on Instagram. I actually found the Instagram conversation uh, that a guy who contacted him. So uh, for this, I shall be play, playing the part of Banksy. And Tom, can you play the? Uh, are we, we going to do a recreation of this whole conversation? Yes, we are. Tom. I, I think I think <laughs> I think that's what people want, isn't it? They want a recreation of this guy. I'm guessing Banks's accent here. I have no information or inside information as to whether Banks's accent might sound like this. But I've uh, okay. I'll I'll, I've, I'll be the um. So I'm going to con- contact Banksy. All right. Okay. Okay. Right. okay, let's get in roll. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll intro it. I'm going to uh, tell Banksy about this image. I'm going to share it to his Instagram message. Hey, Banksy, have a look at this. I saw this and thought of you. You're funny. What the hell is that? It's an exhibition of your work in Moscow. They're charging 20 quid to get in. Lol. I wish I could find it funny. What's the opposite of LOL? I think it's LOL. You know it's got nothing to do with me, right? I don't charge people to see my art unless there's a fairground, Will. They've made it look kind of legit. I think you should probably do something. Can't you put it at, put out a press release? Um, I'm not sure I'm the best person to complain about putting up pictures without getting permission. Nah, mate. It's the principle. It's a rip-off. You have to do something. I wouldn't know where to start. By posting a screen grab of this conversation, you numpty. LOL. <laughs> Now, a short advertisement break. What's wrong, Marcus? I'm so depressed. I keep missing modern artists' rubbish episodes. I keep missing them. Oh, you don't have to worry anymore, Marcus. Why? We, We have a mailing list. Yeah, but when you go on to pages, when you go on to them, you have to look and hunt everywhere to find out where you subscribe. No, Marcus. All you do is go to modernartisrubbish.com. Look, let me do it for you. But that's not... I'm not incentivised enough just to sign my email address. I want something. Well, Marcus has done you a turtle picture. You mean I've done a picture of original artwork in high resolution definition? It is high resolution definition. Oh, that's great, but I don't want... 6,000 emails every five minutes. You're not going to spam me, are you? No, we're not going to spam you. (laughs) Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Get in there! (laughs) So, just head over to modernartisrubbish.com and subscribe to our email list to be updated on the latest Modern Art is Rubbish news. Sometimes on the show we'll pick a theme, such as artists that like to endure things or artists that vandalise as part of their art. And in the next clip taken from one of our earliest episodes about artists that put themselves in danger, we are talking about the artist Chris Burden, who actually had himself shot for art. 
Williams. An American artist called Chris Burden. He died a couple of years ago. He did most of his famous works was in the early 70s. If you go back to the early 70s in America, pretty much the same as it is today, except, of course, you've got the Vietnam War, the first war to be publicised and probably the last war where journalists were given absolute freedom so people would probably be tuning in and considering it entertainment and there would seem to be no editing or as to what the uh, public saw. Uh, so people in America were getting pretty desensitised and the fact that they get shot all the time, well, I'm not saying Americans get shot all the time but there's a lot of shootings in America even at that time and there was a lot of gunfights on TV. I mean, even Chris Burden, who was mostly doing like kind of a performance sculpture, looked at this and thought, being shot is as American as apple pie today. You know, he must have thought, what can he do to uh, do art about this and to wake up people from their state of passivity about what's going on? So he thought, I know what I'll do, I'll... So, but there's no... So, Chris Burden, he asked his marksman friend to shoot him. What would you do? You know, you've got your friend comes up to you and, you you know, as you just said, the marksman friend. And he says, um, you know, I want you to shoot me for art. What are you going to... I mean, if I asked you that, if I asked you, you know, Tom, can you come and shoot me for art? Would you 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 be up for doing that? You'd be up for doing that. Um, yeah, if I if I felt that the artwork was representative, I wouldn't want to do any damage to you, but I'd want to take part in your artwork. So it actually comes today. He set it up in a, a gallery. Um, I don't think it was. A, it wasn't a public spectacle. It was a sort of closed gallery. A few friends were there, as you do. You know, for a shooting party, you only get your closest art friends around. Friend walks up to the line 15 feet away and points at a rifle loaded with a 22 caliber bullet his friend did say that he pointed it slightly more to the left than he would have normally done if he was really wanting to shoot someone in the arm in the end it actually didn't just scratch his arm it was a flesh wound chris burden went white when it actually hit him they had to go to hospital and they had to report it to the police. And they actually told the police that it was an accident, but the police, of course, didn't believe it. But there's not much the police would bother to do about it. It became very famous and he also bought TV slots and showed a lot of his artwork. I think he also showed shoot. So this is the piece that made him quite famous. Uh, the next little bit we're going to play for you is about the British artist Martin Creed. And we're talking about his work, lights going on and off, and also questioning whether it is in actual fact vandal proof. Martin Creed, he became most famous or infamous in 2001 when he was nominated for the British Arts Turner Prize. And he was asked to do a piece of work and he couldn't think what to do. He looked at the gallery space and he thought, oh, I've, got, I've got no ideas and nothing came to him that was good enough. So what he decided to do was work number 227, which is called The Lights 
going on and off. And what it is, it's just an empty space and it's just the lights going on and off every five seconds in a gallery in an empty room. You could actually, if you listen at home, you can actually do it if you just probably go into your bathroom because that's quite sparse and turn the lights on and off every five seconds. But try and look at a piece of blank wall and you'll get a, quite a similar vibe. So, so did he pay any credit to Thomas Edison or whatever <laughs> in, <laughs> in his notes? No, no. But <laughs> interestingly enough, on the the Tate website, it's actually described as uh, dimensions are variable and the medium is gallery lighting so maybe they should pay homage to the uh, inventor of the light bulb but for me I mean when I walked in it it does have a musical quality and it's quite interesting because it it kind of recreates itself every five seconds it's it's interesting um some people didn't like it though yeah no I can imagine I can imagine like people's uh, mums and dads saying oh my god that's not art call that art yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's just like a light bulb going on and off. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't because I wouldn't be loud near the gallery switch for a start, so they wouldn't be able to. But there were people that were upset by it. There was one person that apparently threw an egg at the wall. I, that's not. Is that actually damaging the art piece if you're throwing an egg at the wall when it's the lights going on and off? Yeah, so really you'd have to throw the egg at the bulb. Because if the, when the bulb goes on, you're going to get five seconds of frying, aren't you? <laughs> the other thing as well to mention is that it was bought by the Tate Gallery in 2013 for £110,000. So it was bought, like the idea was yeah, bought. Yeah, yeah. You're going to like this because you get, you get <laughs> a certificate of authenticity. I know, I know what we feel about certificates of authenticity on this show, but... In this case, when it actually comes from Martin Creed, then it does have some value. So, yeah, you get the right to, to do it. You could do lights going on and off for five seconds in your house, but it wouldn't be a Martin Creed original. Yeah, it would be quite a lot of effort because I guess you, you want it to happen automatically. If you've got to keep pressing the switch every five seconds, if you needed the loo, for example, yeah, yeah. that would be a nightmare, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Sometimes we like to recreate real or imagined moments from art history. And in this next little clip, we recreate a performance that took place in Germany as part of a Dada performance. And it's a race between a typewriter and a sewing machine. And you join us here in Berlin Park for the Dada Stakes, where we have handsome secretary, the beautiful three-year-old typewriter, racing his first race here in Berlin up against Uber Stitcher on the singer machine. And we're away. Handsome secretary is away fast, leading from Uber Stitcher. As we come into the first corner, handsome secretary races ahead with a two-head lead on the inside. But Uber Stitcher is gaining ground as we approach the finish line. Uber Stitcher's ahead, is ahead. Uber Stitcher has it. Uber Stitcher wins the Dallas Stakes. Uber Stitcher, can you believe this? And if you do want to learn a bit more about what that was all about, uh, it features on our three-part Dada special and uh, we'll put links on the website and that one was actually from part two.
Well, that's it for this show, and thanks very much for listening. And please go over to our website to subscribe to our email list. I think it's just goodbyes now, so I'll leave you with one of our more musical goodbyes from our Dada episode. Meaningless words. Spouting meaningless words. Talking.